Hey guys, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I am Neil Rubenstein, and today I will be stuck in traffic and talking to comedian and host of the podcast Babes in Boyland, Molly Kornfeld. Hey, Molly. Hello, Neil. How are you doing? I'm uh, great. How are you? <laughs> Good. Just chilling in my bed. Where are you? My bed. Oh. So you said you going to be in your office uh, at work. I was, but then um, I was like, why would I stay at work for another hour when I could go lie in my bed? Oh, that's, yeah. That's a sweet decision. That uh, seems easy to make. I want to talk to you about uh, comedy. And uh, your decision to, you went to college, right? Like a real college? Yeah, I went to Vassar. I was an econ major. And uh, I thought I was going to be like a banker (laughs) when I graduated. Um, But I, and I, because both my parents were comedians. So, Both mm-hmm. well, yeah, my mom still does it. My dad sort of went off into other areas of like the arts, but they both, so they both were like artists um, growing up, and I did not like that lifestyle. <laughs> 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 so I was like, gonna make a change. Um, but uh, then when I graduated, I just, I don't know, I, I like, wasn't, wasn't passionate about anything I was doing. Uh, and then I just started to, like, come up with these bits in my head, and I was like, I'm going to try them out. Was, uh, are your parents Jewish? Um, my dad's dad was Jewish. And your mom's not not Jewish? My mom's not Jewish at all, no. Oh. I was going to say, like, you're the, like, they would be the first Jewish parents to to not want their kid to be a banker. (laughs) No, I think they also kind of wanted me to be a banker. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My dad was always like, I'm so proud you made all the right decisions. I was like, yeah. What does that mean? But I think he's proud of me now, too, so. Uh, was, because your mother was, like, instrumental, or not instrumental, but she had a lot of issues being a female comic. And, like, do you find that, was she like? A, does she feel like a trailblazer at all? Like, do you feel like she led the way for you, or like? I'm. No, yeah, I do. I um. So sometimes I I complain to her a little bit about some of the things people say. Like even at open mics, and now even when there are women out there who are like, like Amy Schumer is like the top of the world, and women are allowed to like go out and talk about whatever they want, and um, it's much more accepted now. Sometimes I still will like people will say things like open mics or just um and I'll talk to my mom about it and I'll be like oh it was really that really bothers me and she's like oh I know how you feel because when I was starting out there were like no women it was just me and like a couple other women and men would always say weird things and it was hard to like make make your name well known sort of and like get further as a as a woman so yeah like yeah. for 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 us like the non female uh portion of the world it feels, yeah. it feels to us like 
oh, it, it, it's so much easier now than it used to be. And that might be the case, but it's still not easy. Like we, we don't, we forget that there's still a struggle for anyone who's not a straight white male. In yeah. Easy, really. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's, the the things that are more hard about it, I would say, well, um, just the way I present myself, I've changed, like, the way I look totally um, when I go up on stage now uh, is a big thing. I don't really change what I talk about, though, because, because that's the thing I love about being a woman in comedy is I can talk about things that mean something to me, and I feel like I'm making a, a kind of, like, a bigger statement about maybe like society through a joke. Like it, it might not be that obvious, but to me, I feel like I'm saying something important about myself as a woman and like things I've gone through and things I feel. And so to me, I love stuff like that. Like I like that all my stuff's really personal and has to do with like my past and my own experiences. <laughs> so I love that part of it. Yeah. Everything's like about your parents and about uh, like boyfriends and stuff. Do you, you know the Bechdel test? Yes. But do you feel like ever when you're on stage that you shouldn't be talking about a boy or talking about a relationship? Yes, I have. I've I've tried um, to write, like, observational jokes, and I've written a couple of them. And when I try them out, I, they never – I think it doesn't go over well because – the audience doesn't believe them because I don't believe them. Like, I mean, I think they're funny as examples of what they are, but I really have to relate to what I'm talking about. So, like, I, if, I, if I'm going through something with a boy, like, I want to talk about it. It's like therapy, sort of. But I feel like oh, if, I yeah. be, if I believe in what I'm saying, then I get a better response from it. I mean, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Go on, sorry. No, no, go, go, go on. I think that's for everybody, you know, like – uh, people sense the connection to the material. Yeah, and I think I connect. I just like to talk about, I don't know, things I've gone through. I think I do talk about boys a lot. I talk about um, my parents a lot. I talk, I have Have you heard me tell my the Plan B joke? I don't know. Okay, well, I, I I say, I tell this joke about taking Plan B, but I like it because it doesn't actually have anything to do with the, the like it doesn't have anything to do with what led up to taking the Plan B. It's just about me going to buy the Plan B, and like basically, I'm well, I'm like telling a story and I'm making a joke, but I'm basically just like talking about how it feels as like a woman having to go to like buy Plan B by yourself and this like moment that you experience. So it's stuff like that. Um, where I guess it is sexual, but it's not as it's personal, but it doesn't necessarily have to do with men. I also like things like that. If that makes sense. Well, I, yeah, no, totally. I feel like, uh, and again, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm not a woman. So, <laughs> right. uh, like, I just I'm on whatever side uh, you guys are on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, if someone's like, no, no, no you can't have a feeling about that because you're a guy. I'm like, all right, you're right. I, I probably do. <laughs> but, uh, like, I was just talking to my wife about, and, like, just regular conversation led to me talking about her, talking to her about her plan, her self-defense plan, like, at the laundromat. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. how the fuck do you, why would you need a self-defense plan? Oh, because you're a woman. Like, I, I 
of course. Yeah, it's like I think sometimes people don't even because I'll talk to I'll talk to some male comics and they're like, oh, it must be so hard being a woman going up on stage and doing that and all like and then we'll like talk about it. But some men and they don't mean anything by it, but they're like, I don't understand how it's any different. And you sort of have to like break it down for them, like the experiences you're having and the way you interact with people and the way people perceive you is just inherently going to be different. And I'm not saying it's better or worse. Like there, I think, I think on a certain extent, sometimes for women, because there, I feel like a lot more like it's a lot of, especially at the, like the stage I'm at or it's like beginners, it's a lot of white guys kind of like doing the same sort of like, you know, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and so I feel like if you're a woman and you're funny, you're automatically different. And people need women to fill shows, to fill, like, quotas on shows. So I think you sort of do have, like, a leg up. But it's just inherent. It's just going to be a different experience. And I don't know if, pe- I don't know if men sometimes recognize that no matter what, it's, that it's just going to be different. I've definitely felt that at some point where it's like, oh, how hard could it be? You're automatically at an advantage because yeah. you're a woman. But then, I, then, I, then I reconsider, and I'm like, oh well, all the other disadvantages in your life, uh, you know, you you can have this victory. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm hyper aware to it because I just became aware of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That I think sense. no, that does make sense. I think the more people talk about it, then other people sort of then people realize that it's just a divide. Like, it's just going to be different. Like, it's, I don't know. I mean, to a certain extent, I uh, I feel like it's, it's positive and negative. Like, the thing is, if I get up on stage and afterwards someone tells me, those, like, let's, like, let's, like, you're so funny, like, let me get you a drink, like, blah, 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 and you, like, don't know if it's because they thought you were funny or because they are, like, trying to have sex with you. I don't know. It's like, that's the thing I think women yeah. have to go through a lot and on the one hand I like so I'm always doubting myself because do you really find me funny or are you trying to get in my pants but on the other hand I can see even if if you are attractive and men do find you attractive then chances are you'll probably be more success, successful just because I don't know like that's how the world works sadly so, yeah like, I mean <laughs> pretty people have a leg up in general guys and girls like it's not uh, you know, it, that's across the board there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, like, beautiful and gorgeous. I don't know how I'm perceived. That, that I'm not, like, full of myself or anything. But I'm just saying if, on the one hand, it's, like, I guess it's good if people are are interested in, like, think I'm attractive and that's why they're interested in me. But I, but I, then I always doubt myself and am I actually funny at all, at all. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, like I, I just second guess. It's a lot of second guessing, and I feel like if you're like, oh, an average white guy, and someone's like, hey, you're funny, then it's like, yeah, that guy thinks you're funny, because <laughs> what else? Because he doesn't have any. There's no ulterior motive there. Yeah, not this. I'm not. I'm not comparing it at all. But there's a level of just politeness. Like, no, that's true. That's true. You know, people be like, oh, like or. The other thing is, like, the uh, perceived power. Like, if you – and I don't need to explain this, but if you are if – a, if a guy comedian is new to a scene and then he sees someone else, like, shaking hands with everybody and then they get up on stage and they're funny, 
they're going to be more likely to say to that person. You know what I mean? Like, if you shake ten hands, you're going to shake ten Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely you know? true. Yeah, no, I think there's also, there's a lot of other, like, politics involved, definitely. Um, I'm, I think just, like, sometimes women uh, get a little confused. Or, like, I, I know I have in the past sometimes. Um but it could just be, but maybe, but maybe people do just think I'm funny, and if they see me talking to other people, then they want to come over and talk to me too. That's a hundred. Yeah, that's a real thing. Like that's, I see that more than I see anything else. Like once, and not not just. Uh, that's not exclusive to this community. Like in everything I've ever done, once you start collecting that first click. Mm-hmm. The other clicks all want to go to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely do. Yeah. And, that's it. and you're yeah. you're definitely so sorry. You're definitely someone that even when I I guess I started going to these mics around when you started going to these mics. Mm-hmm. But I you I always saw you as someone who like knew everybody and like. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, feel like, like I, was, Oh no! I feel like I just I just started getting in. Like to the community. It took huh. a while. It's so weird, man. For people's per- like perception is such a weird, fucked up, horrible thing. Like oh, when I yeah. first started going to to the Latin Buddha stuff, mm-hmm. like I could definitely see, eh, you know, just from being on Earth for a long time, I could definitely see like who was the the cool guys and who were the non cool guys, and it doesn't necessarily correlate to whether they're funny or not. It's just how many hands they shake and how people, yeah. you know, when it's someone how walks they, in, like, how people react to them. Yeah, like everyone's like, yeah. Norm, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, Norm's yeah, yeah. the shit. Norm's yeah, the yeah. drunk, like, there's a fat drunk guy at the end of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely, uh, yeah, that's definitely the case. I think some of the, some of, like, the bigger people still intimidate me. Even though this is like they're just people, but I still feel like intimidated when I see them. I was like, "Hey," and then go on there. I sneak it in. Yeah, there's like one or two people that I'm like, I don't want to talk to them. They're they're gonna be dicks to me, and then they're never dick. Like no one's been in a. No, no one's ever. No, it's ever rude. But in my mind, it's like so much worse. Yeah. Like when I see certain people walk in, I'm like, they can't see me perform right now. I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking open mic, who gives a crap? <laughs> but I get yeah. so nervous. Well, yeah. it's because those, my, and I just, I don't want this to be all about these, the shit, but those mics are different than other mics. Like, you go to an open mic in general, and yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Because you do your five minutes, you make the note that you could make in your notebook, like, oh, that word, this didn't work, this word. But, yeah. Those my the laughing Buddha mics tend to be a little bit more. You can either just wing it, or you can do your real set, and you're going to get a decent reaction. It's not going to make you hate your jokes the way no. another mic is going to make you hate your jokes. Yeah, yeah, because I've gone to some other mics where it's just like silence, but not just for me, but for like everyone, where it just seems like no one's really wants to react. Or like, it's but like the the laughing Buddha ones. It seems like it's sort of a performance. I like those ones better. Yeah, you get a like, good reaction, and and then they're like, all, there's always like everyone's like always hanging out too. 
Yeah, yeah, it's very. I mean, it's very clicky, which is good yeah, and bad. Good yeah. and bad, uh, you know. But yeah. I take that for what it's worth. But <laughs> the worst, like the worst audience at a Laughing Buddha open mic, is better than the best audience at any open mic I've ever done in my entire life. Like, yeah. So, so like, it's better than a lot of the shows I've done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people. There was this one night where it was a Monday, but it, there was no work the next day. I think it was, like, Martin Luther King Day weekend or something. And so Sunday, I just was like, oh, I'll do this mic because I have nothing to do. And so many real people came in that we all had to, like, go upstairs. It was the weirdest thing. Huh. Like, it was just all real audience. That's uh, that's the best thing in the world. Yeah, it was really fun. And then I got to go up, like, first, so they all stayed for me. It was a good time. <laughs> it's, it's almost a bummer, though, because, like, I want to work on stuff. I want to just riff a little, and I want yeah, to like, tell true. dumb stories. And then, like, I go, and there's an actual audience. I'm like, God damn it, I have to tell this dumb joke again. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and then if I tell a joke too many times, I'm like, I hate this joke. I can't even tell yeah. you guys anymore. Yeah, it's it's, not- uh, I just think that's every that's everyone's... Uh, that's yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't get how, like... I don't understand how people like your mother can just keep telling jokes. Right? I don't know. And I've seen her a bunch. Of, like, I've gone, I didn't really see her when I was younger because she's pretty um, dirty. But when I once I started going, I've seen her, like, multiple times, like over 20 times. And it's mostly the same material, but she always delivers it the exact same way. I don't know. I'm, like, very impressed with her. She never seems tired of it. And yeah, she always I mean, really I guess- sells it. Yeah, I guess that's the goal, right, is to, you know, to be able to do it the same exact way every single time, thousands of times. But I guess yeah. i got to get over that hump, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've only logged about 200 or so uh, performances, so yeah, I guess i got to yeah. Yeah, get, get more of them out. Yeah, I haven't done nearly enough. But even at this stage, if I've done a joke so many times, I don't know. I'm like, I hate, I'm just, I just get so, I'm just I'm like, I hate this joke. I hate everything I have. I need to do all new things now. Like, I'm bored of it. <laughs> but I guess I what, need to learn how to keep committing. Do you have, uh, do you have, like, defined goals? Like, did you ever, like, in your head or on paper write down, like, a defined? Like, what what I want out of life? In terms of, like, life? career? Life comedy this week, you know, whatever. Um, well, for a really long time, I wanted I I didn't let my family see me, um, so I wanted to like do a bringer because I don't know. This seemed like a fun way to like introduce to everyone that I knew and loved that I was like serious about this now. Um, so I just did that on Monday, which was really fun, and my whole family came, and it was like a really good time. And uh, and my friends all came. And then since then, uh, I don't know. I feel like I just want to like, keep – I have to go to more mics. I don't go to nearly enough. I have to write more. I think I need to get a job that allows me to focus more on my comedy than, like, an, a separate career. Yeah, I need a job that allows me more time to not be at my job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I need, I went to be like a receptionist. I'll sit at a desk and, like, greet people, but then do my own thing. Um, that's ideal. But, so I think I need to work on that. And then I just am trying to get on as many shows as possible. That's really all I 
want for the time being. And I also, um, my friend and I, uh, do you know Victoria Hoffman? Uh, I don't know her, but I know your I know your podcast. Oh uh, yes, oh yes. So our our we're like taking our podcast. We're uh, we've been slacking a little bit, but we're starting to take it more seriously and reaching out to more uh, like not real. That's not the right way to put it, but more experienced comedians who have like you know have certain credits. Right, um, right. Yeah, so we started reaching out to them to like have them on the show and have uh, and talk to them about their experiences and see what we can learn from them. So we're taking that really seriously too. So I don't know. There's just a bunch going on, but I'm trying to like explore every facet sort of because I don't. I don't know. I want to get as much out of the comedy as possible. You know what I mean? Do you do you only have comedians on the podcast? Um. Yes, but I feel like maybe we should branch out. I think it would be a good talking to other people who are maybe involved in comedy, but not on the, but not comedians, like maybe on the agency side or the management side, I think would be uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, for right now it's, it's, it's mostly been comedians. It's mostly been our friends because it's easy to talk to them and like we're all at the same level sort of, but I think we both are looking to expand and talk to some other people. And so you, you use the podcast as like a vehicle, like a networking vehicle. Yeah, that was sort of how we start, why we started it, I think. Um, yeah, uh, which is, and it's really fun. And I We've made, like, a lot of friends, and I think it's definitely made me more comfortable now and, like, at open mics because I know more people. And uh, I feel, I like knowing more people because then you get, you get more feedback. You know, like, I think people you don't know aren't going to come up and be like, hey, that was good, but this is one thing you need to change. You know what I mean? I like being on, yeah, like, yeah. a page with everyone. And they'll be like, that line, loved it. This line needs work. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely, I like that as well. I always, um, but, again, this is um, but a big, fat, white, straight male, so I, <laughs> I am, like, I, my personality matches. Like, I impose my personality on people also so like uh-huh. i like always even if i don't know someone if i hear a joke that's like so great or if i hear something that like oh man like what if you went here with this like i'll tell a stranger like i've met i've met a lot of people being that arrogant and aggressive mm-hmm. you know I, mm-hmm. I, again it's that's you know whatever uh, i'm sure somehow there's like things that's horrible but you know, no, 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 no. I, I always appreciate that. I just, I feel like sometimes people aren't going to say anything if they don't know you. Yeah, yeah. You know well, I mean? if, you're, yeah. If, if you're funny, you're funny. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, think that's, yeah. how, that's, a, that's how we spoke, first spoke. Is, I was like, hey, yeah. you're really funny. And then that was it. And then, <laughs> uh, and then we became Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That happens. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like I like the little community now that I'm sort of wiggling my way in there. It's fun. Uh does your mother well I mean I don't I don't I don't know who your dad is. I I'm uh, familiar with your mother though. Like yeah. I actually remember uh I remember short attention span theater. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was uh watching television already at that point. Uh <laughs> it's like early nineties or like late eighties? I think it was late 80s because that she left that when I was born, and I was born in 91. Born so, in 91. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, so that it must, I think it was either, it was like 89 or 90, probably. Um, so, does she yeah. have, does she have the connection still that, like, you feel, and I'm not saying you're going to do this. You're saying, mm-hmm. like, if it was my mom, I would definitely do this. Uh, <laughs> use her connections, like, does she still have contact with these people, like, like, you could get a John Stewart on your podcast? Oh, no, 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 nothing, like, nothing to that no, extent. No, no, uh, no, no. Um, like, the, I think she knows, like, uh, she knows people, she knows people who've been around for a while, um, but it's not, like, serious connections that are gonna get me really great things really soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, she she knows people, but no, nothing like that anymore. Because uh, she took a lot of time off because um, she raised me and my sister, and she's like a stay at home mom for a while. And then I think jumping back into comedy when you're like in your late thirties, early forties as a woman is tough. Because uh, you're older and it, you've been out of the game for so long. And there's like a whole new group of women coming in. So But she's she's a working comic though still though, right? Oh yeah, but I mean but it's not um her primary job anymore. Like she does it oh. but she like sort of has taken a step back and um does a lot of antique stuff. She um she was on I remember when I was growing up she was a comedian but then she also had a radio job for a little while. Um she had a warm up job for a little while. Uh, but, yeah, she still does comedy, and she does it most weekends and sometimes during the week, but it's not, like, her whole career anymore. That would be the sweetest gig ever, I think, is the warm-up. <laughs> the warm-up comedian at, like, a, like a TV show or yeah. mm-hmm. a show, game show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, the most mediocre goal you could have, but that's yeah. pretty much, like, that's... <laughs> pretty much where I want to be. Like, I know, I know, you know, I'm not the easiest to look at, so I'm not, like, meant for television. <laughs> Don't say but, that about yourself. Like, I, I'm super, I would be super stoked just, just being a full-time working comedian, having a crowd, captive audience every day. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I think she liked it. I think it, yeah, she. I think she liked it okay. I don't think it was, like... I think she likes sort of, like, being on the road and doing her thing and, like, not having to really... I mean, she answers to, like, the booker and stuff, but sort of, like, being her, her own, like, the center of the performance, you know what I mean? Not, like, yeah, yeah. for something else. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's... I mean, that'd be great, too. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking <laughs> being, an, being an actual comedian. Uh <laughs> Like, given the choice, I would clearly take, yeah, National Headliner, fine. Uh, I'm not saying I'd rather, but that's, I feel like, I feel like it's like an attainable goal. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I don't know, probably not that attainable. Was it like, probably 30 of those jobs that could have been. Man, yeah. this is tough. This is tough, man. We're just, it's odds are stacked against you, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I think you know my parents always try to sort of let let me know that in a kind way. 
<laughs> I'm like, thanks, guys. Don't, don't, don't forget, you have a degree. If yeah. Need... <laughs> I know. If I need something to fall back on, I got it. <laughs> what? All right, so this is something I, I never went to school. Um, mm-hmm. No one I know uses their degree. You know, yeah, I know. I know. It's weird. What? All my friends, they, none of my friends, half of my friends, like, went to college and knew what they wanted to do and studied that and are now going into that field. But another, the other half of them are just like, what was I doing that whole time? Like, it, I didn't meet, I didn't study anything I cared about, like, at all. And we graduate, we don't even realize, like, till are a year you, later. Is there something you can do, like, is that field available to you at all? Like, banking stuff? Yeah, what, yeah whatever you, uh... Uh, <laughs> Whatever weird thing you did in college, I don't know. Econ, what is that? Econ, I don't know. I mean, I do insurance now. Let me tell you, that is dull. Um, is that is that your feel? Like, did it matter that you had a degree in whatever you have a degree in to be what not, you're doing? Not, or you to, not to, no, the, the degree didn't matter. I needed to have like like it didn't matter that it was econ, but I needed to like have graduated and they liked the way econ looked because I knew numbers. Um, yeah, um, but I mean, I think, I think I just did it because I feel like if I go to a job, I don't know this, if it says like econ, that just looks like I took my shit seriously. <laughs> They're like, that girl's a hard worker. But if I were to like really invest in like becoming like a serious banker, I'd have to take a bunch more classes and like go to grad school, and I don't want to do that. So. so cool. Is that is that a future plan? Um, it was. I always thought I'd go back to school until I started doing this, and now I have no plan for the moment. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, it's> good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, I told my parents, I was like, I have two more years to be on your insurance before mm-hmm. I have to get my own, so I'm gonna sort of bop around see what's out there and try to just make enough money to live in my apartment (laughs) so I'm not homeless and then see what happens and then uh, hopefully find out what direction I want to go in I I think I definitely want to do something creative though like even if it's writing I gotta gotta take a sketch class or something Um, because I just don't think I want to like be a person if it's behind a desk all day long you know what I mean even though write, even though writing you sit at a desk all day long. Yeah, but at least that's like I'm like not like punching numbers into a computer. Like adding up numbers is the dullest thing ever. And it's like not creative at all, and no one talks to each other. And I just feel like, what's the point? You know. Now I need to interview a banker and just hear it. <laughs> like someone who's passionate about banking. Be like, no, 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 it's awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I no, have a friend who is. Infinite, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand. My one friend's a banker. She loves her job, and she's like, it's so fun. I just love it. She works, like, 14 hours a day. I'm like, that's crazy. How did, How is that fun for you? I, like, I can hear it. Yeah. No, but I can hear it in my head. I can, be, I can hear it be like, there's only, like, seven possible storylines. Numbers are infinite. Like, oh, okay. I know what you're yeah. I'm just like, cool. I don't know. All jokes have been done, man. We can make <laughs> new theories. 
Uh, I'm just I'm trying to get, I'm not I have no idea. My uh sorry, going back to the your having no plan thing. Uh, yes. like one of my favorite people on the planet, uh, a woman named Sari Katz. I did a podcast with her earlier, uh, in my existence as a podcaster. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. and she she always said this thing, if this is the world you wanna be in, if you wanna right comedy mm-hmm. that you can't have a plan B. Like if there's yeah. anything else if there's anything else in the world you could picture yourself doing, do that. Because this will this will eat you alive and you will regret your decision to not yeah. do the other thing. I think that's very true. Um and I think yeah. when when I first started doing this I didn't um, I started in, like, June, but I didn't really – I was only going to, like, an open mic, like, once a week, and then, like, sometimes whenever I had a free – so I would go, like, three weeks, and I just kept, like, whenever I talked to people, I'd be like, oh, it's a hobby. I'm exploring. It's a hobby. And – because I didn't want people to think I was crazy. Like, my first like, I didn't want people to be like, what are you doing? Like, that makes no sense. Um but as of, like, October, I, like, just weirdly switched and was like, well, this is what I want to do now, so I'm all in. I don't have, like, this is what I want to do, so. And then I then I just tell people that now all the time. I think some of them, like, people who knew me in college are like, I don't understand. But I don't expect them all to understand. I don't, I was surprised when you said how recent uh, comedy is for you because you're, you seem to have, you seem to have like an idea of your identity on stage, whereas like oh, most, new, yeah. most new, yeah, comedians don't have that. I think um, I was I did a lot of acting in high school, and I think uh, what really what really weirdly like cinched it was um, I did this set like once at a ladies mic and it was like the dumbest thing ever and Ashley Gavin (laughs) texted me and was like that was like I can see you like as a comedian like I get your persona and I like get you and then uh and then I realized like that person that I was that time was like me but more exaggerated and I was like I can write like I can be that girl I feel like, like, I feel like, I, I, like, in that moment, I was like, I could be a girl. Like, I could write things for that girl. That's because it's me, but just a more exaggerated version of myself. And it was sort of like that moment, I was like, I can, I'm going to do this now. And I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with Ashley on this. And you, because you do, you even, you even give it a voice. Like, you, that's a character. Like, you can tell, like, a lot of the things you do, you kind of like, I don't know what the word is, like you uh more annoying your voice. Yes, yes. And so like, you can tell that this is like, this is a person she's doing, not, you know, the person. Does that make, uh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it's, uh, it's not, it's, it's not me, but it's like who I am one right. like as a when I'm performing basically. Right. And well like the the person you would be if you were doing the things you talk about doing. 
Yes, exactly. It's like, it's like the, it's sort of the weird version of myself that I feel like I am inside, like when I'm a little crazy, like, because sometimes I'm like crazy and annoying. <laughs> but like when I when I like interact with people and talk to people, I obviously can't be as crazy and annoying I, as I am my head, or else I have no friends and like no one would hang out with me, and I'd scare them off. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes I like channel how insane I am, and it's funny. It's like for other people, and it's fun to like be that person and not be myself, and just be this version of myself that I'm not allowed to be when I'm in reality. Like right, this, right. this version of myself where I can let out like all these weird thoughts I have and like weird feelings that I experience that make me seem like I'm just like some insane girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all of us though. Like yeah. I wish I had discovered earlier that I can't be as crazy as I am and still function in society. Like, if yeah. I would have learned earlier and found a different outlet for that insanity, like, I probably would have gotten in a lot less trouble and, like, had felt like I had less to repent for. Yeah, I think it, uh, luckily, I did, I found it pretty uh, earlier earlier on, I guess. Yeah, I'm only 24. But I went through, like, a whole, a whole like, decade of my life where I had no like passions or no like like nothing I felt really no, no excited drive, about. No drive, yeah. yeah, and it was pretty boring. Like my life was I mean it was fun because you know, I I have fun I guess. But um but I like now that I have something that I care about. Though it's like kinda of scary sometimes. Because I like don't <laughs> I don't know, like sometimes I just like I just want it so bad, you know what I mean? And I like alarm myself. <laughs> <laughs> Were you into like drugs and stuff growing up? No, I uh, I'm like I don't I don't think I'm the right have the right mindset for drugs. I did like I used to smoke weed in college, but I was like just one time I smoked weed and I was convinced this girl was following me. I like can like I like I would have like reactions like that. <laughs> I was like, why are these people following me around campus? Like I haven't done anything. So no, no drugs. I drank a lot in college. Uh, I feel like that's that's a side effect of people who, uh, you know, don't their ambitions are lower. You know, yeah. Like if you're yeah. in a place, if you're in a bad place where you're like, ah, I don't, there's nothing I want to do. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think at one point in college, it was like I was kind of uh, depressed because everyone sort of was like finding themselves a little bit, and I was just very like lost a little and I uh so I would like kind of get depressed and like what I would do for fun or like drink so like that was like my hobby um but then but then I like sort of like snapped myself out of that a little bit but no yeah I definitely like partying was was like my way of sort of like my, was like my thing I was like quote-unquote passionate about but I mean that's not really a yeah, no, yeah. A healthy, a healthy passion to have. I mean, it's no, not gonna no. lie. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> people, with, yeah. people with problems to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Not, not that we don't. Not that we don't have problems. Uh, no, no, I definitely. Oh, I have my, I have my pick of problems, and I still like definitely party probably more than I should. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Uh, that's good. That's good. You're young. 
Yeah, uh, I, I feel like I gotta get it in. I gotta get it in early. Yeah. Yeah. So they get it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I don't know. I don't have an expression for that. Uh, Molly, thank you so much for doing this. Oh yes, thank. It was great uh, talking with you. Thanks for having me on. So honored. Yeah, thanks for, uh, can I, uh, women are the hardest to get on the show. Really? Yep. Huh. I, I have people that I consider friends mm-hmm. that are female, uh-huh. that are in cool positions, mm-hmm. have interesting points of view, something to say, and I'm like, hey, you should do the podcast. And they're like, sure. And then they ghost me. And I'm like, all right. Really? That's, yeah. you know what? Is Vic and I also reach out to a lot of women because our podcast is like it's about comedy, but we talk about like being women in comedy. And a lot of the the we weirdly have had much more trouble fi- finding women who are willing to do it. It's so yep. weird. The guys are always so available and like really into it, and the women are not as interested. I'm glad that you also have problems with it because uh, yeah, it no, that was very weird. It was weird when we realized like oh. Because the guys were, like, really excited. It was very odd. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have had no problem getting uh, people, even people outside of my immediate circle mm-hmm. that I think I can't get yeah. are, like, super receptive and, like, ready to set up times. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, some of the people we, like, reach out to that we think would never be interested, those people aren't interested. But sometimes, like, in our in our, like, more on our level, it's harder to track them down or nail them down to like actually do it yes yeah. and i i mean and mine's like you don't have to go any like <laughs> yes <laughs> you just, wherever you, you are it's fine <laughs> you're, in, you're in bed <laughs> like i couldn't make it more convenient for you that's that is true you could not but yeah all right uh okay again Thanks so much thank for you having me. so much thank you great. and uh i'm sure i'll see you this week yes definitely all right um, be good thanks bye Jerk, Neil.